Hello, welcome to the Yoga Business Growth Podcast. On today's episode, we're talking all about how to market your yoga business without social media. This is your host, Irina Driansen. I'm an online business strategist, marketing expert, and I'm also a yoga teacher and Ayurveda teacher. And in this podcast, I talk about all things more business and marketing for yoga teachers and other wellness professionals. Today, we're talking about how you can grow your yoga biz as a yoga teacher and not just rely on social media to grow your business. Don't get me wrong. Social media can be a valuable tool to help you build your biz and get people into your yoga classes, but it shouldn't be the only thing you focus on. Also, if you're a little bit fed up with social media, like Instagram and Facebook, I know I am, this is going to be a great episode to listen to. First off, you can create a flyer or poster and distribute them in local shops, cafes, and community centers. On your flyer, you want to be clear about what you offer and how people can contact you, but don't overdo it with the information on your flyer. What you want is for people to pick up the flyer or move closer to the poster to check it out. And a tech-heavy flyer is just not appealing. So you want to create something that stands out, uses nice colors, and a font that is easy to read. You can have your yoga class schedule on your flyer, but if your schedule changes frequently, it's better to keep your schedule on your website and refer people who find you through your flyer to your website. You can use a QR code for that or put the URL on the flyer. It's actually very easy to generate a QR code for any link you want. Just download the Google Chrome app from the Google Play Store, navigate to the URL you want to share, for instance, uh, your homepage slash schedule, then click the three vertical dots on the top toolbar and tap share. Then you'll get a pop-up and then select QR codes, and then you can download your QR codes so that you can upload it to your design software and add it to your flyer. It's very easy to create a flyer in Canva. Canva is a free software that even people with very little design skills can use because you can search thousands of templates. So all you have to do is search yoga flyer and lots of results will pop up. You pick the one that you like most, change the text, change the colors to your brand colors and you're done. Canva also offers a printing service, which is pretty good. I've used it because where I live, there aren't that many printing shops, but you may want to check out your local printing shops too, as they might have better pricing. And I always like to support small local businesses wherever possible. I'll link to Canva in the show notes so you can check it out. It's free, but I like the pro version as it comes with so many features like resizing with the click of a button or downloading a picture with a transparent background. It was actually the first software in my business that I upgraded. Uh, it was the first paid software that I used before I upgraded my email service provider and core software even. Once you have your flyer designed and printed, think about where your students go to eat and shop and where they like to spend their time. Yoga students are usually people interested in healthy food and self-development, so health food shops are a good place, nutritionists, uh, local coaches you may know, and also shops that sell yoga gear. And it's the same for posters. You want to put up your poster where people who might be interested in yoga classes pass by frequently. So maybe not your local nightclub, but again, health food shops and cafes, the local farmer's market, community centers, and local B&Bs are good places to start. The second way to market your yoga base without social media is to host a free yoga class, either online or in a park or on a beach. 
this will not only help you market your classes, but also give people a chance to try out your yoga before committing to a paid, paid class. I've created a whole podcast episode on whether you should teach yoga for free. It's episode three if you want to go back and listen to that. So I'm not going to go into more detail here. I'll link to that episode in the show notes. The third way to market your yoga classes is through classic press and PR. You can reach out to local newspapers, magazines, radio, TV stations, and offer to teach a yoga class on air or in person for their audience, or provide an article to feature in the newspaper or magazine. Pitching for press attention is an art in itself, but it doesn't have to be complicated or overwhelming. Make a list of all the news outlets that can be useful to you and write a template email that you can customize easily for each individual outreach. Don't send the same thing to everyone, as that's the fastest way to get your email bin pronto. What value can you offer them? How can you make their life easier? In the same way, you can reach out to bloggers and podcasts that talk about topics related to or close to yoga, who could be interested in having you on their show or write a blog post. You could you get in front of their audience, get a link to your website, and they have interesting content they didn't have to generate by themselves. If you can't get in a newspaper with an article, it might actually not be so expensive to take out a paid ad. You already created your flyer, and with just a few minor tweaks, you can easily redesign, redesign your flyer to be a newspaper ad. Local newspapers will work best for you if you're teaching in person. If you teach online, you'll probably be better off advertising on bigger blogs that are related to your niche or try YouTube or Google Ads. This isn't something I would recommend for a beginner if not much money is coming in yet, but it's an option. Okay, so far we talked about creating a flyer or a poster and leaving it in local shops, cafes, and community centers everywhere where potential yoga students like to hang out. We also talked about hosting free yoga classes and how to generate visibility in the press on podcasts and other people's blogs. Next, we'll talk about your own website. The key in clients or yoga students finding you online is that people are able to find you through the content you put out. But if you're not doing social media, how will people find you? Through your website, of course. You don't need an elaborate website to start with, but what is important is that you are regularly regularly posting new content and optimizing that content through SEO or search engine optimization so that you show up when people search for yoga classes in your area or in your niche. The easiest way to create new content on your website is to start a blog. And if you don't love writing, this content can also take the form of a podcast or YouTube channel, which you then post on your website as a blog feed. But I can't stress enough the importance of having this content on something you own. Even though it's unlikely that YouTube will disappear anytime soon, there's always a risk of getting your account suspended or hacked. It will take a while before your website starts to generate traffic, but once it does, it will provide a steady stream of people who might become your students. Starting your own podcast, number five on the list of marketing your yoga classes or yoga studio without social media is also a long game. But the podcast market is not yet as saturated as YouTube or social media. And more and more people are turning to podcasts, so there is a lot of room for growth. Podcasting might not bring you any leads quickly. It might, but it might not. But podcasting is a great way for people to get to know you. 
people who listen to podcasts say that it's like they know the host personally because the host is in their ears, they're listening to their voice, they're like the host's personality, and they keep coming back for more. The more someone likes you as a teacher, the more they are likely to attend your classes. And as I mentioned before, you can have your podcast feed and transcript on your website, so it will help with SEO. Okay, number six, word of mouth. Word of mouth is still the best way to find new students. First of all, you have to ask. If you don't ask your friends, family, and current students to share, they might not think of it themselves. Many will be happy to do so if you just ask. You can also make it easy for them and provide the text and the link you want them to share and tell them you would be happy if they share this, but also that they can change it or personalize it so it comes from them. You can also create a referral program where your existing students can invite their friends and family to attend a first class for free or at a discounted rate to give them just that little bit more incentive to share. Also, if people plan to come to your class together, it's just that little bit more accountability to show up because you don't want to stand up your yoga body, do you? Also, make sure that people can leave reviews either in a guest book after your class. It can be a paper book online on your website or if you have a yoga studio on your Google business page. Make sure you claim your business or studio on Google and make sure the location and opening hours are up to date. Use keywords to describe your classes and the atmosphere in your studio and invite people who come to your class to leave a review. Many people are more than happy to if they're asked and given clear directions how to do so. There are still other ways to network and market your yoga biz off social media, but I think I will leave these for another episode as it's already getting quite long. I'm sure there is already a lot in here that you can work with. To recap, First, we talked about creating a flyer or a poster and leaving them in places where potential yoga students like to go. Second, you can host free yoga classes and you can go listen to episode three about whether you should teach yoga classes for free. Number three, contacting your local press and doing PR, either by asking to provide content or by taking out a paid ad. We also talked about optimizing your website and using SEO so that you can be found when people Google for yoga classes in your area or your niche. That was number four. Number five was starting a podcast so people feel they can get to know you personally. And finally, number six was through word of mouth, simply asking friends, family, and current students to share, but also by creating a a referral program and making sure people leave you reviews. And finally, I wanted to finish with the following thought. Once you are bringing in people through all these outlets, you want to make sure they sign up for your email list. Whether they came through a flyer, newspaper article, blog post, podcast episode, or one of the other ways people can find out about your yoga biz that is not through social media, you want them to sign up for your list. I have a podcast episode about why all yoga teachers need to have an email list. It's episode two, and I also have a blog post about how to start your email list as a yoga teacher. And I'll link to both these resources below. Once people are on your list, you can invite them to new classes, workshops, retreats, etc. You can give them discounts, special offers. It's the best way to stay in touch with your current students and potential students and grow your yoga base. So don't skip this step. 
If you like this, please subscribe and share with your yoga teacher friends. It means the world to me and it will help more yoga teachers succeed. If you want more information on how to work with me, I offer business coaching for yoga teachers. Please visit my website www.yogabusinessgrowth.com. Thank you for listening to or watching the Yoga Business Growth Podcast. And this was your host, Irina Adriansen. Catch you in the next episode.